You are listening to episode number 30 of the Fit Successful Dad Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for checking it out. Now this is episode number 30 and I always think it's kind of cool when we get uh, to episodes that are like in increments of 10. So obviously we've only done this three times, but I just remember recording episodes you know, zero and then episode 10 and episode 20 and now here we are at episode 30 and while it's not a huge number, it's just kind of cool hitting those those you know, like every 10 episode milestone numbers. So episode 30, welcome. Thank you so much for checking it out. And this is part five of the five part little mini series that I've been running. It's called the Moneymaker series, which is uh, just uh, kind of a, a name that I came up with because the episodes are really dedicated to very specific kind of actionable methods to uh, deploy that will generate an income in a I guess, relatively short period of time. In other words, they don't require like an, an entire business be built up from nothing and then be operating at zero or negative dollars on a re- recurring basis and in order to start bringing money in and showing some kind of, you know, some kind of positive return. So uh, this is part five and this all kind of ties back into my top five recommended ways of making money online. Uh, either part time or or full time, and th- and this was something we recorded and aired on episode eleven, and in that episode, um, you know, I dove into to, to five very specific ways that I recommend people, uh, anybody really, can go into uh, exploring for generating a second income stream or pretend, uh, perhaps a, a full time income stream. So this is the fifth and final recommended way for generating income online uh, from me personally, and. It is online coaching. Now, just a couple episodes ago, in episode 27, I kind of discussed my number four method for generating income online, which was teaching and training. And then a few episodes before that, in episode 24, I went over my number three recommended way of generating income online, which was creating and selling online courses. So there's a little bit of a theme here. And, you know, online courses, teaching and training, and coaching. What do those all have in common? Well, they are taking a skill set that you have or an expertise that you currently possess and somehow getting that information or getting that skill set or getting that expertise over to somebody else in one way. So in episode 24, it was about making online courses, which are a digital product and putting that digital product out into the online space so that people can download and take that course on their own at their own pace on whichever device they want to use. And they can, they can do that totally independent of interfacing with you directly. And then episode 27 was about teaching and training. Now that's essentially taking the skills that you have and you training them, teaching them in a part like real time and a part like uh, almost passive way, uh, taking those things and teaching someone else how to do exactly those things and training somebody on how to use uh, something in the way that you know how to use it or train someone how to do something very specific 
uh, that you have either developed a skill in or you are like a subject matter expert in. And that could be in the form of uh, online, like live, like live chats or live lessons or something like that. Um, you know, go back and check out episode 27 if you want to hear more about that. And moving forward here in episode 30, we're talking about coaching, online coaching, which is very different from those two things, but it's also very similar. So think about it this way. If you're being taught and trained on something, uh, that's, that's really someone demonstrating um, how to do something and then training you on how to do this for the very first time. But coaching is something where someone is with you on a routine basis and showing you what sort of strategy you can use to take a skill or take a passion or an interest or something and build it up into something that's that's a lot bigger and something you can put in your toolbox that you can use to you, you know, build up your business or you know to deploy in some other area of your life. So for an example, right, you can teach somebody how to play a song on a guitar, note for note, right? You can show somebody every single chord and you can show them exactly what finger to put on what fret and how to strike the note, how long to let it ring out, that kind of stuff, All right? That's a teaching exercise. You can teach somebody how to do that. But once you've taught them, uh, a coach, you know, a coaching exercise would be to essentially sit with them, have them play it, and make tweaks, right, on the on the fly tweaks to their actual execution and tell them what they're doing wrong and tell them what they're doing right and coach them through to the point where they're, they're playing it better and getting better. And same thing goes for a fitness application. You can teach somebody how to do a squat, for example. You can show them the proper form. You can show them how to hold the bar. You can show them you know, foot placement, all that stuff. But a coach will sit there and a coach will kind of be present while they're doing it and push them along and hold them accountable for certain things and motivate them and inspire them and let them bounce their negativity off of that person or their positivity, you know, use them as a springboard and just be there you know, throughout the whole process. That's what a coach does. So coaching online for certain things is extremely effective and it can be done in just about any space you can imagine, right? Just remotely. And it really does work. So first you need to establish your credentials or your experience in some type of subject matter. And that doesn't mean that you have to have like a master's degree in this thing. It doesn't mean that you have to have uh, 20 years in the field working in that, that subject matter. Uh, you don't have to be significantly older or anything. It just means that you have to have, you have to be able to demonstrate your expertise and your credentials in that area. And this could be something that you've been doing your whole life. Uh, for example, you could have developed some sort of fitness passion when you were a teenager and you've been doing it for 10 years, 12 years, 15 years, whatever it is. And you now have the skill set and the experience and the ups and downs uh, that you've learned and, and experienced that you can uh, now put into coaching. You can actually coach somebody 
in the fitness space, like you feel comfortable doing that. Another good example of this would be an online coaching mentorship type of thing for a graphic designer. So that's something that's pretty highly sought after. And, you know, there's a lot of creatives out there, a lot of people that are really, really trying to like up their game or become, you know, a a top-notch graphic designer. And they might take an online course they might take multiple online courses on, let's say, some Adobe products or something, you know, Illustrator, Photoshop, whatever, and they might even take a a tutorial, like you know, a they might go and have a live training, pay for a live training by someone, and buy an online course. Well, you know, they might also want a coach, right? They might want someone who will stick with them on a routine basis and follow through with them on designs that they take on as let's just say side jobs or some sort of freelance job and they might want to have a coach there where they can they can walk through how they're approaching the concept that the client wants and they might walk through you know how they would go about using these tools to create what they think the client wants and a coach could step in and kind of walk through it with them and show them you don't do this do this i like what you did there but you should go back and change this you know and work through it that way like coaching for creative type stuff like that is pretty highly sought after and there's a lot of opportunity there Um, so i mentioned you know music earlier there's a lot of coaching in music uh, a lot of coaching opportunities in music. There's a lot of coaching opportunities in graphic design, videography, things like that. Um, the thing is, it always goes back to establishing your credentials and then building up that portfolio. Now, I talked about this a lot in episode 27 as well, uh, the portfolio thing. See, if you go on Instagram right now and you start searching for like fitness stuff or Photoshop stuff, you know, you'll see a lot of people that have uh, plans available nutrition plan if you're in the fitness stuff you'll see uh you know in their a lot of these people's uh instagram profiles you'll see fitness plans available at my website or um, nutrition plans available on my website and just for kicks you know you can go on there and search them all and they're all pretty much the exact same thing it's like they copy each other and there's really no credentials behind it these are people with you know i don't know a thousand followers or 500 followers or something um you know they have no credentials they have no portfolio really and that's not going to net them a lot of clientele now i don't know how well these people are doing with those services but i imagine since there is a huge saturation of it and they all look exactly the same that the clientele isn't really pouring in in massive numbers um just a guess, not positive of that, but just a guess. Um, however, however, not to say that these people aren't all subject matter experts, but what what needs to happen in order for them to stand out is to build a portfolio and establish the credentials and showcase that somehow and give it away or give a chunk of it away for free, right? Now, I've talked about this before, like I said, giving that away for free for a long period of time is how you build that audience is how you build that clientele list if you come out of nowhere and say i'm really good at this thing i've been doing it for 20 years that's just not good enough unfortunately but if you build 
the credentials in the form of uh, it could be an Instagram account, it could be a YouTube account, it could be some something else, some other online medium. If you establish those credentials and build that portfolio that way, and then you start giving that stuff away, right? That is how you build a name for yourself. You give that information away. You just give it away. And it sounds crazy, but if you give away all of like the majority of your secrets and the majority of your stuff for free, you're going to get people looking at you, interested in you. They they're going to they're going to want to be part of your circle. And the thing is, the you know, you can give all this stuff away because a lot of people aren't actually going to do anything with it. So you don't have to worry about people stealing your stuff and then, you know, taking it and building something on it. Um, it just, it never, it never really ends up working in their favor if they try to state, you know, take your idea, steal your idea and build off of it. If you are providing your unique stuff and putting it out there, you know, that shows that you are the innovator and that you are the creator and you have the ability to develop stuff from scratch and, you know, you're the one that's taking action on that and you're, you're giving it away. You're providing it for free. People are going to recognize that. Okay. People, people read between the lines more than, than we think, right? Consumers read between the lines more than we actually think. So just keep that in mind. It's all about building the portfolio, establishing the credentials, putting that out in the world and providing that for free, right? Providing that for free for a long time. And as you do that, as you, as you continue to build your following and whether that following is in, um, you know, like on Facebook or if it's on YouTube or Instagram or whatever it is, maybe it's an email list. As you build that following, you can start to offer coaching to those people in, you know, in small doses, you know, I'm taking on one or two clients for free and I'm going to coach them through something, whatever your skill set is. Uh, for a period of time, you know, like a routine coaching call, like an hour coaching call a week or something for six weeks uh, for multiple people. Um, and then take those people, those case studies, basically, and have them talk about it in a video or have them talk about it in a, uh, a, a quick, you know, testimonial write up or something and post it on their page and share that with their friends. And while they're doing that, you take that and repurpose the content on your page and your accounts, right? If you do that, that's how you're going to start spreading the fact that you even offer coaching, first of all, and that people out there are liking your content and that they got X, Y, and Z out of taking your coaching classes, even though they were free. They don't, you know, people may or may not need to know that. And, you know, you can, you can show that you have the coaching capability to bring people from this state to this state. You know, they can start here and they can end up in this elevated state of, of experience and skills while being a, a student of yours or a mentee, if you want to look at it that way. So, you know, that's, that's really a pivotal piece to this. You know, you have all this content, you give it away for free, you build a following, you offer some coaching, you perform the coaching over a period of time for a few people for free, and then you build all this positive energy and attention around your name and your skills and your experiences and your credentials and everything that you have to offer. So then after all of this, you know, what do you end up with? You end up with a piece of content 
that says, hey, my name is whatever. I know how to do this very well. And I can teach you and coach you on how to get from A to Z. And that right there is what people want. A lot of people want a complete detailed blueprint outline that they can follow or sign up to and pay you money and rely on you to be the person that holds them accountable and sets all the reminders and does all the, the like the back end work. And not everybody, but a lot of people want that. A lot of people are, are just willing to throw money at something to build a certain skill and rely on somebody else to manage all of the stuff for them. So unfortunately, what you will end up experiencing potentially is, and this is where you can be selective on who you take on as a coaching client, but a lot of people have false expectations because they aren't interested or willing to put in the work necessary and follow all the things that you recommend in order to be successful. Now, I, I don't do any coaching, but I interview a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs that have coaching as part of their portfolio of services that they offer. And I always ask these, these people, and now these, these are interviews that I have aired already on the podcast. These are interviews and chats and discussions that I've had with people that haven't aired. Uh, but what I found was that a lot of people, a lot of really skilled coaches with a lot of experience, when they take on clients that don't follow through with the recommendations and all the tweaks that the coaches are making, the client ends up not being successful or not being as successful as they what they want to be, but they're willing to throw hundreds or thousands of dollars at this coach to help them. And they, at the end of the day, they don't deploy the work needed to be successful. And unfortunately, it doesn't matter how good of a coach you are, you can't do the work for the person. You can't do the work for the client. So, and there's really no way to forecast whether a client is going to do this or not. But it's it's an unfortunate thing that does happen. So, you know, that's something to, I guess, just be be leery of. And really, if you think about it, uh, if you're if you're, let's say, a gym goer, right, if you go to the gym a lot and you see personal trainers at the gym and they're walking around with their client and after six, nine, 12 months, you know, 18 months, this person really hasn't shown any signs of progress, you know, maybe they're still lifting the same amount of weight or they're still running the same, you know, uh, nine or 11 minute mile or whatever it is. Or, you know, maybe if they were overweight when they started, uh, 18 months later, they're still overweight. Obviously they are not deploying the work that their coach, their personal trainer is probably telling them to do. Um, the trainer is not going to fire them as a client because they're, they're paying for that service and, but they're also not really doing their part. You know, they're coming in, they're paying their coach, their trainer to train them and coach them. And they are leaving and doing whatever they want to do, living the lifestyle that they want to live, you know, whether for better or worse. Um, so, you know, that's my whole point is that just because someone pays you, you know, it, it's going to feel like an enormous amount of pressure because you are going to feel obligated to for them to be successful. And you can only do everything in your power 
uh, you know, to, to make them successful. But at the end of the day, it's going to take a lot of work on the client's end as well. It doesn't really matter what you're coaching them in. They have to be the ones to, to deploy the work. So just keep that in mind. Now, I've had some very specific things brought up to me in the past about like what kind of email address should I have? What sort of payment options should I have? Should I use, you know, just, just how important is it that I, that I show up to, to my customers and my clients as a, as a full up business, you know, like a full time thing. Uh, and you know, the bottom line is like, just think about yourself as a consumer, right? It it depends. It really depends. Um, you know, if you're spending a tremendous amount of money, chances are you're going to feel a lot better if you are working with a business and not just some person with a Gmail account, right? So as a consumer, you know, what would you feel comfortable paying someone uh, for coaching services for, right? Would you feel comfortable paying um, Samantha1268 at gmail.com? Or would you feel more comfortable paying, you know, Samantha at I don't know, photoshopprotraining.com, you know, something like that. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really, you know, how you, how you think about yourself as a consumer and how you want to be viewed f- uh, by other consumers. And, uh, you know, as far as like payment options go, you know, PayPal is a really commonly accepted method of payment for this type of stuff. But again, would you feel more comfortable submitting a PayPal um, you know, paying a PayPal invoice to, again, you know, someone like Samantha1286 at gmail.com, or would you feel more comfortable submitting that to someone with a real business email address? And that's really all what it, what it all comes down to. So me personally, I like to convey professionalism. So, um, you know, even for a podcast, and this is not something that I, I'm generating income from right now. And I made sure that I secured a URL and an email address at my domain and everything runs in and out of that domain. Just when I'm, when I'm pitching people for interviews, when I'm talking about the podcast or podcasting in general, and I refer back to it, or if I'm talking about brand building and I refer back to this podcast that I run, or even like some of the parenting stuff that I'm involved in and I refer back to the podcast, it's always, I can always point back to this entity that, that, stands by itself on its own two feet. You know, the Fit Successful Dad podcast, fitsuccessfuldad.com, um, Fit Successful Dad on iTunes, Stitcher, you know, at our website. And it's just, it, there, there's a, there's a lot of like stability and concreteness in the name when I can refer back to it and just point to it and not say, Oh, you know, send me an email at, you know, Gordon at, at uh, gmail.com and, and we can talk about my podcast. No, it all goes back to Gordon at fitsuccessfuldad.com and just makes everything a lot easier and a lot more, I guess, professional. So, um, I, I run all my brands that way. So, um, you know, I've had a few and I have different projects and stuff coming up. Um, I won't even say brands. I just, I run all of my projects that way. So I'm not, I'm not afraid to, to shell out, um, you know, $10 for a URL and then just, you know, build a small little website for free. Um, after that, and just generate uh, an email address at it and run everything in and out of that. And I, I recommend that you, if you're not doing that right now, that you know, maybe it's something you consider. Uh, you know, you know, free uh, email addresses are great. 
you know, obviously they're free and they usually come with a lot of services like Gmail is part of Google. So you get Google drive, you get all that stuff. And that's great. Um, I do use that. I, I really do. I honestly, I use that for a lot of things, but communication and invoices from PayPal, stuff like that, all of that goes through actual registered domains that are, that are separate from those Gmail and Yahoo accounts. Um, so, you know, when you're generating your credentials, right. And you're trying to build a name for yourself. I, I recommend that you build, build up your own separate kind of brand entity and brand space on the internet. Even if it's a small one, even if your service that you're offering is only coaching in one very specific niche thing, if you think that you're going to end up having coaching or teaching and trainings based out of that, then you're probably talking thousands of dollars and for a $10 a month URL, uh, it's, it's worth it because you're probably going to sway some clients towards you by having those, uh, that, that separate like professionalism of your own URL and your own brand name. But, you know, I've said this before at the end of the day, guys, you are an expert in something like chances are you are seriously an expert in something and you have a skill set in some subject matter that you're passionate about that other people are extremely passionate about as well. And they want to learn that thing and they want to be coached and taught and trained in that thing. And you can provide that for them and you can do that online and you can do that part-time and people will pay hundreds or thousands of dollars for that service, right? It's just a matter of you building up the credentials and building up the portfolio in order to build the audience and then deploying it to that audience. And the strategy, which I've gone over several times, once you have that portfolio, you have those credentials out in the, in the, the world, is to provide a ton of value for free. Provide many trainings for free. Provide many coaching checklists for free. All that stuff. Get your name out there. Put repeated content over and over and over again out into the world and watch the following build. And as the following builds, you start catering to these people for free for a while, get the testimonials out there, and then you can start requesting money for your services. And there are people there waiting while it's open and they want to pay you for those services. It absolutely is real. And if you're an expert in something and you would can see yourself training others in that thing or like coaching others in learning that thing, then this is absolutely an opportunity for you. You can do it part-time and it can absolutely be a substantial contributing piece to your income portfolio. So that is going to wrap up my five most recommended ways for generating income online. And I suggest that if you think any of these fit what you are capable of doing that and you're you have the bandwidth that you just go out there and you start creating that portfolio right turn on your iphone start talking and show the world what you're capable of doing show them what you know and put that stuff out there put it on youtube put it on instagram put it on facebook put it on twitter make sure everybody knows about it and don't be afraid of what anyone else thinks don't be afraid of what anyone else anyone else says if there's people in your circle that you think are going to make fun of you or make a big deal out of it you know remove them from the situation right just ignore them right uh 
Don't let anyone else cripple you, but just start generating that content, put it out there, show the world what you're capable of doing, create that portfolio. The more you put out there, the more comfortable you're going to get with it and the more of a flow you're going to get yourself into. And not only that, you're going to start creating attention. People are going to start looking at you. And I don't mind sharing this information. When I first launched this podcast, I think I had like 11 downloads, right? First episode, or maybe that was 11 downloads the first week. I'm not even sure. I can't remember, but that was a couple months ago. And now I'm at 70 something per episode. So that's 70 downloads per episode. And I have analytics that show all the different platforms and countries. I'm, the last time I checked, I was in eight or nine countries. So you know, people all over the world are going to start seeing your content if it's out on one of those really popular mediums. And the more you put out and the more consistent you are with it, the more people are going to pay attention. And if you feel like you want to put this stuff out there in order to generate an audience, just start doing it. And the more you do it, the bigger it'll get, the bigger it'll get, the more opportunities you're going to have. And you will find very quickly the amount of people who are willing to pay money for your expertise, right? Or to be trained by you. So with that, I'm going to wrap up this episode. And just one last parting piece of advice is just to get out there and keep creating, right? Don't analyze for days and weeks and months and years. Just create, 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 put that work out into the world and see the results come. So with that guys, one more time, I'm going to wrap up this episode and If you know anybody who would get value out of hearing these top five recommended ways for generating income online, or if you know anybody that's a good candidate for any of these top five ways, and you think that it might be able to change their life a little bit, please do me a favor and share this podcast with them, either this episode or episode 11, where I talk about all five of those, or just the name and maybe the iTunes link or the Stitcher link or our website, fitsuccessfuldad.com and just kind of put that bug in their ear that there's this content going on and that it might be helpful to them. And I would really, really appreciate that. It would absolutely mean the world to me. Um, So with that, thank you all so much for checking this out, and I will see you in the next episode.